morning, Body Slams podcast viewers, and welcome to uh, Breakfast and Body Slams. Uh, I believe this is episode 34, I believe, for season two. I'm going to apologize real quick because we was not on air last week. We decided to take uh, the day off for a day of rest uh, sometimes. We do have other life stuff that uh, gets involved, and uh, you know we just need a, a quick break. So, uh, so yeah, it is what it is. Uh, you got to see me and Joe two weeks ago. Uh, T wasn't here, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I forgot to hit the send button uh, to get him in the room here. So that was my bad to T. I apologize for that. For all the T fans out there who love him, uh, you know, tune in, give give him a shout out, uh, welcome him back from like, damn, you get to you you didn't get to see him for like. Yeah, you didn't see him for two weeks. But uh, today, you will, because he is back. He is live in studio. He's in the green room right now. But before I get my compadres in here, before we uh, kick this little shindig off, uh, I'm going to give some quick shout-outs here. Uh, first, let's head over to our friends at Red Rose Sports Cars, located in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That's right, RedRoseSportsCards.com. They have your premiere of, uh, well, obviously sports cars, uh, baseball, football, basketball, hockey. Uh, I believe they have uh, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards over there. They even have wrestling cards that I get over there. They buy, sell, trade. So check them out. If you can't get there in person, on location, hit them up. Online Red Rose Sports Cars. They even do unboxings. They do reveals. They do videos that you guys can chime in and check out and, and see what they got in store. Another uh, great uh, group of guys are over at Symbiote Collectibles in West Reading, uh, PA. Uh, them two have a great nostalgic. Well, if, if you feel like a little, if you want to feel like a little kid, if you're older, and, and you want to get those vibes again, stop in here. Old video games, old action figures. It's great games. They do uh, stuff in the, uh, I guess, the basement of the store where they have the cards all set up. I think it's Magic the Gathering or something they do. I'm not into that. But if you are, stop by Symbiote Collectibles in West Reading, PA. That's right. And uh, if you are a, uh, a book reader and... And you can't get enough of it. Uh, check out our men, our cool buddies here that we've known for a long time. And uh, Jimmy Corderas, I'm sorry, I'm a little tongue-tied today, just waking up, getting my coffee. Uh, the Three Count on Amazon, My Life in Stripes as a WWE referee. They have it on Kindle and paperback. Sorry, no hardcover for you people at this moment, but time will tell. Also... Our buddy, Steve, the teacher, Steve Hershowitz. I hope I said it right, Joey. I know you're listening in the green room. Class is class in session from teacher to wrestler. And it is unlimited on Kindle, paperback, and hardcover. So you don't want to miss out on these two great books on Amazon.com. Yeah. Uh. Speaking of books, also, I'm sure my buddy uh, Joe, he's probably looking frantically. He's trying. He's probably trying to find our friend uh, 
Missy Sampson's books, where she has three books out on Amazon. Uh, and if he does, that'd be great because we can show him here on air. Uh, but yeah, it's it's one for you uh, out there who's training. Uh, it's like a, um, a book so you can uh, like even when you go to the gym, it's almost like one of those where you track your training. Uh, there's there, there's a puzzle book she has as well and stuff, but hopefully he finds it and we can show it on here. I did not get the graphics up yet, but uh, hopefully if, if things go well, like I said, we'll, we'll have him here for you to uh, jump on. Uh, and one other thing, uh, I don't have no videos from our good our good friend uh, Pete DeLong, but he's going to get us that soon, hopefully. But I do want to give another uh, praise to our friend Matt Turner over at uh, the Stardom Cast. And uh, here's Matt to tell you a little bit more about uh, Stardom Cast. Hello, everyone. This is Matt Turner. Join me and my co-host, Rob Goodwin, every Friday morning as we host the Stardom Cast. It's a podcast where we talk about everything about the fantastic professional wrestling world that is Stardom. Uh, we have news, notes, previews, and reviews, again, every Friday, the Stardom Cast. Check it out. Yeah, that's right. If you're into that uh, Joshi, that Joshi style, that the women Japanese style of professional wrestling, jump over and uh, check out the Stardom Cast. Uh, they're on all these different platforms. They even have a Patreon too, I believe. But uh, with that being said, uh, I know the women out there are waiting frantically for this gentleman. They missed him for the last two weeks on the show. So, without any further ado, I'm gonna bring in the room first. He's the ladies' man. He's the stud muffin. He's Mr. Sleepy in the morning. He's our man, T. Tony Reyes. What's up? Lord help me. Good what morning. Up? Uh, don't the ladies out there are going bonkers. They're going crazy for you right now. They see... They see T's back on the show that, uh, you know, they missed you for two weeks now. So yeah. nice shave, too, by I miss the way. Old intro. <laughs> shave. These are my glasses, bro. No, I said shave. Shave. You shaved. You don't got the beard. Oh, it was itching me. I get stat. I, I, it happens. It'll grow back in like two days. Alrighty. Uh, I'm part wolf. Part, yeah, I think we all are. All, all three of us are. Some kind of wolf pack we got going on here. Yeah, not the NWO kind, but some kind of. And, ladies and gentlemen, without any other further ado, our third amigo in this trios combination. That's right. We're going for the trios championship here. Our man, the Italian stud muffin. He's an Italian folklore hero of uh, meatball, sausage, pasta, spaghetti from Atlantic City, New Jersey. Mr. Joey Joseph M.H. Always with that sinister Good morning. smile. Dude, you are so creepy with that when you do that. <laughs> I love it. Man. It's 
I don't know what our I don't know what our viewers think whenever you do that. It's like this dude's like hey, on some fuck this weird New Jersey kid with this white Santa Claus beard that I think I found where T Ray's facial hair went. <laughs> I like that. It'll grow back in two days. That's how mine is, too. If I get rid of this stuff, like a week, it's back. Yo, so I I, uh, I found some stuff he talked about. I want to uh, I want to show this real quick. This is uh, Missy Sampson's training guide, training log, whatever you want to call it. Uh, interesting that her name is not on the front, but it is on the inside. If you go right down there. She has two other ones. I don't have the other two books, but this is the one. So basically, it's just a training log. So like... Here you go. Uh, put your name in there, right? Like when you're five years old, you put your name in your book. It says, this book belongs to... Oh, see you later, buddy. All right, buddy just took off. I left the door open so he can come and go, and he's going. I don't know. I had to clean up a, uh, a brown mess earlier before we yeah. got live. I hope I don't have to do another one. Yeah. And then, like, here's all your, all your uh, you know, your training dates and what you learned and blah, 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 and who, who the trainer was, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it's all basic stuff that people should be writing down anyway. Seminars, seminars you've done, moves you've already worked on. I don't, I can't tell what side I'm showing the camera, but uh, you get the basic idea. There's, there's, uh, there's blank. Um, what do you call it? I don't know what you call like an outline, I guess, of a person. Yeah. When uh, so if you have like ideas for gear, you can oh, kind of okay, draw cool. a template for you to draw them out right there. I I really like this book that you're showing because I don't have it yet, but I'm really digging it. Only for the fact that is some of the new trainees are like, are like, uh, I, I don't want to go and say stuck on stupid. A lot of them are slower than others. And they literally laid, they laid this book out for like a little kid type. Yeah. And so it's kind of good, though, for some of the ones who don't get it right away. This is pretty much what helped them with the fundamentals of, of the process. So kudos to her for uh i i hate to say it like for dumbing it down for some of the trainees because like uh, i said not everyone picks up on it fast like yeah i wish I, had, I wish there was something like this that existed when i first started training and then and then i think i think one of the most important pages in here well other than goals so like you write down a goal and then like when you do it you write down when where who was against blah 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 but like I think my the most important thing for me at least would be the contact page. So you Sweet. so you get a contact. I mean, you get a promotion you want to work for, right? I want to work for whatever for Posting Magic. So you write down Posting Magic. Who your contact? What's the social media? Where are they located? So then you know if you're going to be in that area for somebody else, so you can go back and look. Oh shit, Posting Magic's going to be in Richfield Park, New Jersey. I'm going to be in whatever Patterson, New Jersey for for Gino Caruso. Maybe I'll call them and see if I can get something the same weekend. Blah blah whatever. So I mean, this is something I wish we had when I was training, man. This would be. I I I, I love the way it's laid out because, uh, from what I can tell from, uh, I guess the page material, they're because they're not really uh white pages. They're like what, like a off white whatever color. I don't know. And everything is so big though, like all the lettering and everything is so big. Yeah. It's like if you want to use crayons, like. It, it it literally reminds me of a kid's coloring book where you can use crayons on this thing. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> uh and then there's just blank pages in the back for notes or whatever. Yeah, but, that uh, is... but this is a cool idea. Uh I love Missy Samson. I've known her for a lot of years and I, I like I said, I wish this was something that uh that um 
was around when I was when I first started training. Man, this little hook piece is really driving me insane. I it happens. This. You gotta wash. You gotta put. Some um. Up. So I found that. Well, this I think I've shown before. Yes, we just uh, we uh, we just uh, plugged. No, that. I know, I know. But I was I was looking for it while you were talking about them, and uh, so I got this Steve the Teacher book. Um. Well, like I said, I got this a while back when it first came out. So uh, check it out. I know you talked about it earlier, and I'm trying to find one of the pages with my name on it, but there's so many. See, what you got to get a bookmarker and then just start book, bookmarking them. And then this I got several years ago now when it came out. Still not in a hardcover like you said. I'm, I don't know if there's going to be one or not, but this is a great, great book. This is, this is a book, even if you want to just learn how to referee, there's a ton of stories in here. You can take tips and news, not news, tips and notes and stuff like that from lessons. So uh, so check this out, Three Count, Jimmy Corderas' book. Uh, I still want to uh, send this off to him and have him sign it, but uh, I just haven't had that chance yet. Anyway, you get the point. So there's the books that Chio talked about. We looked for him a couple weeks ago. Oh, buddy went to sleep on the other couch. Aww. I must have been making too much. Last night I had the, pay, the AW pay-per-view on, kind of loud. I'm playing video games on my computer. That's kind of loud. And he's over there sleeping on the couch. And he just gets up and looks at me and walks out of the room. I didn't see him for two hours. He went and fell asleep on the other couch. So I guess I'm making too much noise for him. I guess he said the hell with this pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, man, I'm critical of AEW a lot, but this yeah. is a real good show. I mean, it uh, had its moments where, you know, stuff needs to be... I, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. So yeah, I got my, my fruit smoothie here, and I'm uh, I'm all right. Yeah. So if anything here, I don't want to hear what you're talking about right now because I didn't watch it last <clears throat> night because I got home late and I was doing other things. So I'm gonna leave this segment up to you and T, and uh, maybe I'll catch this part on the because, like I said, I don't want to hear anything you uh, have to say because I might want to watch the uh, the pay per view replay. How, how come when I get tickets, they were in Newark last night, 10 minutes, 15 minutes from my house. How come when I get tickets to shows, I invite friends of mine. When my friends go to Newark 15 minutes away, I don't hear nothing about it till they're there. Thanks, oh, wow. guys. Yeah, thanks, no, guys. No more, no more invites. No more invites. Half of those, well, and I would say 99% of those tickets are free also. So y'all don't invite me when you're getting free tickets. It's okay. You no could have came invite. down. You could have came down with me on Friday. You could have came down here with Friday, Friday. and you could have and you could have sat with uh, Chris O'Mealy. <laughs> Doing what? Nothing. Uh, I can tell you the story off the air of, let's just say it's yeah, two. It's two. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna jump out of room here. I'm gonna let you and T discuss AEW full gear, and I'll jump back in. Uh, when you guys are done, so we can uh, get into some uh, meal. We're gonna uh, try to be quick. Is some, some pro wrestling meal. It's time for T to go back to bed. This is my meal. Look here. at that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try to be quick. Uh, yeah, we'll be. Yeah, quick. We're, we're we're just gonna blow through the show because uh, next week I believe there's another pay per view next week, right? Uh, I don't know. Is there? Yeah, I, I yep. think it's, yeah, the Survivor Series. So, but uh, oh yeah, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. In November, right, right. So, 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 everyone, uh, I'll be back. I'm leaving it up to them. Goodbye. Good luck with that. Indeed. <laughs> All right. What do you want to? What do you want to start with, man? The beginning. Well, the beginning to the end. Just like we'll quick skim through all the matches or all the like good parts. 
All right, so there's the full card right there. I don't know how to get the uh, the bottom stuff off the banners off the bottom of the screen. Hold on a minute. What? They covering everything. So, all right. Well, you get the idea. I don't know how to get that bottom stuff, but there you go. Now it's behind it. I don't know what happened there, but all right. So this is the full card, right? This is including the pre-show. And yep. like, there's just I don't know, man. There's so why is it to be so long? I have no like it, seven it, matches. This is a struggle every three months when we watch them. Like every two to two months, three months, it's like fifteen matches, sixteen matches. By the time eleven o'clock hits, everybody's drained, except for the people in the arena. Oh, they're even more drained because they're screaming all night. This is thirteen, I think. Three, six. Yeah, nine, thirteen. Yeah. So. The, at eleven o'clock, uh, I looked at my at my clock. It was ten fifty five, and there were still two matches to go. And I'm like, dude, this is not. I'm not gonna get to bed till two o'clock. And the press conference afterwards didn't end until one thirty in the morning. So two o'clock. Thank God oh. these are not on Sundays. Well, you actually watched the press conference? Yeah, cause... I watched it. Yeah, because I never, I've never watched one live before. I didn't know that they were on YouTube. I thought they were just released later. Uh, I didn't know they were live on YouTube, so I checked like during the main event, and uh, and it was already set up, and it said like started streaming eight minutes ago. I'm like, why? They're still in the main event. And then like one funny thing I thought about the press conference is that while it was going on, at the bottom of the screen, it was a little ticker that said, "Press conference will begin when pay per view ends." <laughs> like, what? It started like a half hour ago. I don't understand what the fuck that. I don't understand why that was. Uh, I'm guessing it's the live feed. Through yeah. the cameras, that way they could get everything set up. You know what I mean? But but I mean, even while the press conference was already happening, it said press conference will start shortly once pay per view ends. And I'm like, the pay per view ended a half hour ago. The press press conference is already going on. So uh, how do I get out of this? All right, so there we go. So oh man, so first match of the night. This is so so. I'm starting with the pre show here, right? So first match of the night. It, I think uh, so. The the mystery partner, which this is ridiculous because this is how they promoted their mystery partner, very evil, very mysterious partner. I don't know, Billy Gunn. I mean, who well, do you think it's gonna be? You don't think it's gonna it, be Dan Housen? It's gonna be Dan Housen. It's uh, basically they were setting it up for his darker it, uh, gimmick he does with the Dan Housen thing. Yeah. Um, but. It, it it wasn't like as truly as dark as the indie one because he still looked like Dan Housen. I don't know if you've seen pictures of uh, on Twitter of him with no. that get with that gimmick. It has like a Finn Balor feel when when he okay. does uh, his um, painted stuff. Yeah, that, that, that's what it looks like. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen that. I didn't see a lot of this match either. I was eating. I was in my kitchen yeah. eating, and then I came in, and uh, when I came in, uh, QT and Marshall was in the middle, and the, all, the other four guys were on, were, were uh, Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, and Romero were, like, on in each corner, and they were mm -hmm. doing, they were about to do something, I think Chuck Taylor was going to throw a punch or something, and, and the QT Marshall bumped before he could do the punch, and then, uh, I don't know, they went after him, and then the other four guys came, and the factory guys came in, that's, I, I remember that, and that's all I really remember. Um, I don't I even know oneness. Uh, Dan Housen. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. 
Dan Housen got the pin. Um, basically, I took my dogs out because they were looking at me crazy, and I, 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 I came back exactly for Dan Housen, like right, right when they were about to hype him up, and the, his song came up, and he came down the ramp and did his thing. But uh, yeah, it, it was fun for that aspect. That at least the fans, you know, with the fans, they, they gave him a pop when he came out. Oh, so, he did the, I'm I'm reading the results right now. Dan Housen did the te- the jar of teeth thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird, but that's oh, okay. <laughs> I'd rather do the jar of teeth thing than the worms. Or the uh, thumbtacks in the mouth. Oh no, no sir, <laughs> no sir. Indies right, don't so play enough. From that, we go to the next match on the uh, on the card. Again, this is also uh, on the pre-show. Brian Cage, Ricky Starks. I didn't see a lot of this. I'm not a big Brian Cage fan. Uh, I don't mind Ricky he, Starks, but I think he's trying to be too much like the like Young Rock, not the TV show. I mean, the guy. But um, yeah, I didn't see I didn't see uh, a lot of this. Um, I think I, I feel like I. I I don't know. I remember less than I even saw. I know. Uh, I know what's it called. I think Starks actually won, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. yeah, that's correct. He he picked him up for the Rochambeau, and basically it, it, he hit him with the Dominator. Okay. From uh, Farouk when you're up on the shoulders to come down. Yeah. Right. And he calls it the Rochambeau. Yeah, the match was. It was not like nobody was really in into it like that, you know. Well, at least from my standpoint. Then again, I wasn't really watching it. I, I love Ricky, I really do. But Brian Cage does nothing for me, and he's a tremendous athlete, but does nothing for me at all. Yeah, me too. I'm just I don't know. I, I don't get it. It's just a big bodybuilder guy. That's. No, no, he, he he could move in the ring like he does for a bodybuilder. He he does like high spots, like, but he has not found it, and the whole Wolverine thing is not working. Right. You know what I'm? He, he has his whole he still doing that. I haven't I hadn't seen that. Bit, bits and pieces. He'll he he doesn't let it go because that's part of the persona. You see his uh, sideburns and everything. Yeah. you know. I do like the um, mohawk. <laughs> the mohawk's pretty cool because he let it grow and he's styling it. Yeah. So it's something different. Yeah. But you don't see a lot of mohawks anymore, even in wrestling. No, no. Last time somebody had a big mohawk was Seamus. Yeah. I, that mohawk was awesome. I was so high. I liked it a lot. I used to have big Liberty Spikes when I was a kid, like a four Liberty Spikes. But I never just did a full-blown mohawk. But uh, next match was Eddie Kingston, Jun Akiyama. Um, I actually saw this. This was actually really good. I didn't see all of it. I saw, I I caught the end. Uh, I think Kingston won. Um, I only saw the last couple minutes, and then his promo at the end was hilarious. Uh, After all the the sentimental, like, thank you, I hope I made you proud. And he mentioned, uh, you know, a bunch of guys that passed away um, from Japan. Uh, Anoki was one of them. Uh, Jumbo Saruta. Uh, yeah, Masawa, the four and, pillars basically. I yeah, I don't remember the other one. Um, this is also a time where I was I was still eating 
and uh, <laughs> I didn't have my attention fully on the TV, but I did like the part where he said, like, look, it's 7.53 and 40 seconds. Just buy the goddamn show by now. What's What are you waiting for? And then he looks at the guy at the at ringside and says, well, this guy's letting me go, so I'm just going to keep talking. So he like, runs down the card a little bit, and then he looks over again and says, all right, this guy says I got to go, and just puts the mic down and walked out. It was hilarious. It, just, it was so funny. Like He just cut yeah. himself off in mid-sentence and left. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you don't get down from there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically like the parents, like <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. you need to come on now. I gotta go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then after that was the opening. So the first match on the actual main card. Now the other, the 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 uh, Akiyama Kingston was also on the pre-show. And then this is the first match. The the main card was the the cage match, Jack Bar- Jack Perry and uh, and Luchasaurus. So uh, Very good I guess match. from now on he's gonna be Jungle Boy Jack Perry. He said in the press conference that somebody said, uh, "How come suddenly you're you're now you're using your name and blah blah blah." And he was like, "Well, when I started like training and like doing independence, I didn't want anyone to know because I wanted to like make my own name and not kind of I wanted to keep my personal life personal and not you know." kind of make a name off of the name Perry, Luke Perry, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, now everybody knows. So I, I forgot who he credited with it. He said, like, somebody just started calling me Jack Perry, and now I, I just stuck it, I just stuck with it. And it wasn't JR. And I remember thinking, like, like no. That's who like, I was going to say. JR. Yeah, it wasn't that. And I was thinking while I was watching, it's like, no, like, months before that guy, ever, I think he said it was Tony Khan. And I was like, no, months before that guy ever said it, Jim Ross was always calling him that. Yeah. He, he, even when they would introduce him as just Jungle Boy, Jim Ross was always like, oh, Jack Perry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why does he say that? Like, that's not the name he's using. But he said, somebody was like, are you ever going to go back to just Jungle Boy? And he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not going to be just Jungle Boy anymore. I'll, I'll, I'll do, he's going to do the Jungle Boy Jack Perry thing for a while. But, uh, well, it's evolving. Like, you know, yeah. he did, the company is three years old now. He it, it was like a cute stint when introducing him and Lu, uh, Lucius Aris and Marco stunt together. You know what I mean? So you have to evolve. You can't just stay at Jungle Boy. You have to become a man, you know, and just evolve from there. Well, maybe. I mean, Nature Boy was always Nature Boy, and the young bucks yep. are still young. <laughs> no, but oh, I have issues with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a pretty good steel cage match, though. Jungle Boy got busted open early, like real early, and then didn't and then didn't clean up his face at all. Four and a half hours later for the press conference, and I'm like, listen, I know I am 15 minutes from this arena. I know the water is working right here, right now. Just watch your face. <laughs> I get it. It looks brutal. It looks mean. Oh, my God. Big bad wrestler guy or little bad wrestler guy with his face all bloodied up doing a press conference. I get it. But, I mean, dude, it was four and a half. And he's eating food. He's got, like, a cheeseburger in front of him in, like, a little tray or whatever. And there's blood. All- oh, dude, come on, man. Like, there's enough blood in the burger from the cow it came from, man. You need your own on that, too? Like, come on, man. Like, wash your face, dude. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think Jungle Boy won. I wasn't a fan of that that decision, but what are you gonna do? I'm not. No, I, 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 I was. It was alright. He he deserved to win because they they put him through stuff for he he got put on the shelf and everything. So it, it would make sense for him to win. But I liked uh the 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 finish was him off the top. 
Yeah. Yeah, he, he 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 did the elbow. It's funny he said it on a luchas. Was he on a table? Yeah, no. Okay. What, what was what was great was that he did it, but he instead of pinning, he basically hooked him in the snare trap, aka uh, STO, STF, whatever. Yeah, the STF. You know, and it, it's like, oh, yeah. so you're not going for the pin? You gonna make this boy quit? Yeah. It, it, it was actually a pretty cool decision, you know what I mean? I think that's what I didn't like about it, because Luchasaurus is a big bad monster guy, and Jack Perry is like, you know, two feet shorter than him, about 4,200 pounds lighter, and somehow enough pressure to make this big monster guy tap out with a mask on his face that should be protecting his face, too. But, you know, whatever. What do I know? Christian's ejection was funny, too. Well, he got ejected. It was hilarious. I didn't hear it. Christian uh, got ejected like right before the finish. Right. He was trying to open the cage and they're like, hey, hey, what you doing? And then the security guards dragging him out. He's selling everything. It was hilarious. But yeah, it was a good match. Crowd was on the uh, Jungle Boy said on the the press conference. He's like, I kind of just went up to the top and then but when I got there, I looked around and it was cool. But then I looked down and I was like, oh, shit, I actually have to jump off of this thing now. He's like, I was kind of afraid. But uh, but it was cool, though. I mean, it looked cool. It was a cool visual, like with his hair and like blood in his hair and shit and blood all over his face. It was a really cool visual to watch. It's yeah. just like, I just think he should have like washed his face after four hours before he did yeah. the press conference. But what do I know? I mean, I don't know. If you want to sell it, just come in bandaged up. You like have That's your what head. I was thinking, right. That even that looks almost worse. Well, if you want to have blood, just like have blood like trickle down from the band-aid. Yeah. No. Uh all right, next match, Death Triangle against the Elite for the Trios title, which the Elite had in the first place and then they got suspended. And this was their, they kept saying this was their emotional return, emotional return. They never said where they were or why they left or why they were gone, which I assume everyone knows already. But yeah. but don't leave your fans in the dark. Don't just assume everyone knows what's going on because I did see three people. The last time that, that, that when they, so when they first got suspended, they were off TV and Tony Khan made the announcement, we got to, we got to take the titles off of them. I saw three people, two on Twitter, one on Facebook, that said, why did he strip the titles and how come he didn't tell us why? And somebody had to explain, oh, because the CM Punk thing was involved them and, you know, it involved them and blah, blah, blah. So everyone suspended until the investigation, blah, blah. So they were like, oh, okay, cool. Didn't know that. So in my head, I'm like, if, if not everyone knows that, don't assume that everyone knows that. Not everyone watches their dumb YouTube crap. Like, it's just, you know, and not everyone... Not everyone cares about what's going on behind the scenes. People just want to watch a show, see a match, and then go eat dinner or something. I don't know. But, like, I always feel like if something happens that you 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 put over so much, like this big, they kept saying emotional return, then tell us why. Like, why is it so emotional? Why were they gone in the first place? Explain it. I'll just leave people in the dark. But, I mean, again, I've said this before, that comes from a booker who's got no experience and no training. So, I, I mean, I would expect things like that to not be explained although you do have commentators there that know what they're doing i don't know what do i know that's like like i said before uh i'm critical of aw a lot but this was a good show anyway your thoughts sir 
My thoughts, uh, let me see. Um, I was in and out the room for this one. <laughs> um, I like the finish. I, I, I like the fact that they didn't give them their, the straps or anything. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, that, that's the biggest take on it. And uh, the whole, they're trying to, I think, um, Pac trying to turn his team heel. Yeah. You know, that was pretty cool. But uh, the finish was one of the biggest things that stuck out because everybody's thinking, oh, it's their big return. They're going to get the belts back, but no, they didn't. And that was the right call. Yeah. I wrote that on Twitter, too. I said, good, good. Uh, I'm not a big Young Bucks fan. And I'm not, I don't care about Kenny Omega, but good on them for, for, for doing the right thing. You know, like they, they knew how, how it should have been done. And they knew, uh, there you go. I can see a little bit better now. They knew what should have been done, how it should have been done. And then they did it. And, uh, and they got an enormous pop coming back. I mean, we, we knew they were going to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's, uh, I'll, I'll mention it later on, but, uh, I, I liked the, uh, the trying to give him the hammer, the weapon thing and they don't yeah. want to use it and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I liked it until they did the exact same thing in another match later, which man, we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And it was a different utensil this time. Yeah. But uh, after that, Jay Cargill and Nyla Rose, this was a decent match. But the whole, in my eyes, the whole premise was fucking stupid. Tony, Tony Khan, Tony, uh, what's his name? Tony Romo, uh, Tony Schiavone, Tony Romo. I was, <laughs> Tony Romo was not on this pay-per-view. <laughs> Tony Khan, I mean, damn it. Tony Schiavone actually did a promo, I'm going to call it, where he said, Nyla Rose became the number one contender because she stole the title belt. What? So why does everyone, why does anyone wrestle anymore? Why don't we just steal a title belt and now we're the number one contender? Why do I need to have a match and gain wins and rise through the, and you know, rise through the ranks to become number one contender? Just steal the belt, you know? Hey, here's the phone. I just stole, I just stole Joey Image's phone. Now, now I'm the number one contender for the phone in a match. What? That's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why doesn't everyone just steal the match then? I mean, steal the belt then. Did Repo Man ever get a title match because he stole a belt? Come on, man. I Remember when Mr. Did. Perfect stole Hulk Hogan's belt and beat it up? He, I mean, that was for a title, but he didn't just jump to the top again after that. Hogan went on to another challenger. I mean, Jesus. it's so uh, Sorry. It's just stupid. In my, in my, in my opinion, that's all. It's okay. Even um, if they do that as the story, don't send your lead announcer to, to tell the world that. Nyla Rose no. won, uh, became, she made herself a contender because she stole the belt. Now she has a title match. All right. No. Gonna, hell, I should have drove to the Newark parking lot last night and stole one of the belts. The, the guy that stole the belt from Jericho two years ago or whatever, he didn't get a title uh, shot. Um, No, you're right. Uh, they should have never mentioned it. They just should have stuck with the slapstick stuff that Nala was giving them, you know what I mean? Nala was doing a little homage to Eddie by stealing the stuff and, you know, doing all types of promos with the belt for like a month and a half. That's how they should have just kept it, you know. 
she was basically testing uh, Jade's psyche and, you know, getting in her head because yeah. nobody's, nobody's done that. So they should just stop with that, not say that she became number one contender. You know, it's like Jade gave her a shot because she's tired of her shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I did like uh, uh, Jay did a promo where she's like, she stole the belt from me like over a month ago. No one's no one's been able to find her yet or find it yet or something like that. And I'm thinking like, haven't they been on TV or shows together where they're at the same building at the same time? What? Yeah. So what happened? How does this happen? <laughs> I don't know. Her uh, Jay's look was pretty dope. She came out as a Shitara, I think. Right? Yep. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> And uh, Nyla's intro is cool too. She came on in a lowrider. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Eddie Guerrero thing with uh, with yeah. Eddie Guerrero and uh, what's her name? Um, who else? Oh my is God, I forget I... now. I don't know. I know Vicky wasn't there. Yeah, I forgot her name, and then they said it on the show, and I'm like, oh, that's right, that's so and so, and now I forget it again. Oh, man. But um, the match is pretty good. Um, ended how everybody thought it was going to end. She gets her belt back. Yeah. And end story. And on to the next chapter. But it, it was fun while it lasted. Uh, Jade Cargo retained the title, by the way. Who Jade Cargo's hot, dude. She's gorgeous. She is. I used to, like, not think so when she first showed up. Because, like, I don't know. Something about her just at the time I wasn't into. But, uh, but yeah, she's gorgeous, man. No, she's gorgeous. It's just, I, I think what all of us that have been in the business, when somebody appears on nowhere with zero, zero in-ring ability, yeah. it gets under our skin. But, a, yeah, you know. She still needs to, to, I think, tighten up some stuff. But, I mean, no, they said she's 42-0 and 0 or 41-0 and 0 or something now. 42-0. Yeah, Is that with this match, including this match, or no? Yeah, after this oh, okay, match. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, all right, 42, all right. But uh, no, she's gotten a way better, way yeah. better, you know, from her initial starts, and some of her opponents made her better. Like her oh, yeah. wrestling Thunder Rosa, Nyla made her better, yeah. you know, because she wasn't really doing nothing but shooting promos like "I'm that bitch." Come, yeah. Nyla took took it to a whole different dimension. Like, okay, you can be that bitch. But this is mine now, <laughs> you know. Um, but it, 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 she has developed better. Plus, she had training with uh, Danielson. Danielson been helping her out. So. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah. Where? When Dan, like... when he first uh, arrived, he took her and coached her. Oh, nice. So. Yeah, so he must see something in her. Otherwise, like, why waste the time? Well, if when you talk about just straight up looks, like we all say, she's gorgeous. She, yeah. She's a specimen of a female. Yeah. She's tall, athletic looking. You know what she's I mean? Tall. Me too. <laughs> me too. You wish I was tall too. That that as well. <laughs> if you want to be tall, all for the short people, you know. Oh, man. All right. So then what's up next? Uh, oh, yeah. This is the four-way for the ROH title, which... Uh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. The four-way... It, uh, it, 
I think I think the end, uh, not the end, but the winner, I think, was seemed obvious going into this. I don't know. I, I thought it, it was going to be uh, Danielson, but or Guevara. I, I didn't think it was going back to um, Claudio, but I thought it was going to be Danielson or Guevara, like Guevara, Costin, Jericho, or whatever. I, I think when they announced this match, I thought. They're not going to take the title off of Jericho. But then during it, I thought, holy shit, they're going to put it on Brian Danielson. Which I wish they would have just for, like, even just for the nostalgia. But uh, Sammy Guevara was weird. Like, I'm not a fan of his. But um, he he got the most amount of booze I had heard anyone up to this point. And then during the match, when he was doing high spots and shit, he was on top or whatever. Then they started cheering him when he was when he was starting to like screw uh screw with Jericho or whatever, and uh and people were like, uh I don't know they were just cheering him. It was it was <laughs> it was a, a huge like turn from you know when he first came out. It what Jericho? No no Guevara. Well, it's the for him is um he's like that. Braddy kid, you yeah. know, you you know he's super talented, but he just gets under your skin, and they're yeah. just going with it. Yep, and it's working. Um, but it, it to me this was a fun match. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I thought it. Jericho kept the world title, which is the Ocho. Gonna, still, uh, he not he not he mean Jericho. He mean Tony Khan. They still don't have a, a deal for ROH TV. He talked about it during the press conference. So he said, I could just do a YouTube show too, but I want to do something. I want to do something that's bigger than that, blah, blah, blah. So, like, it's weird that. I don't know. It's still weird to me that they're doing ROH matches, but yet there is no ROH really at the moment. I mean, I could I could run a show and I just call a match, the, the, the fucking ECW match, and. That's it. Now we have an ECW title, but there's really no ECW. It's it's kind of seems like that, and I get it. They're 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 trying to keep the name out there and keep the titles alive until they get a TV deal. But like, and they're still doing pay per views even though there's no television. I don't know. It just seems seems it seems to be being done backwards to me. The at least at least to the the way I was taught or trained or whatever. But I don't know. I don't have billions of dollars, so what do I know? Uh, also, some of their talent that can't be on TV as well, well, or, or not wanted by the network, by uh, by AEW. Hey, maybe maybe uh, no, no, by no, AW, no, by uh, by TNT, TBS. Hey, maybe maybe yeah. TNT and TBS don't like chickens. Yep, that's about you know? it. Chicken farms. I don't know. Yep, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it took me a much. second to figure out what you were talking about. That's why I was like, what does what does he mean? Uh, all right. That's pretty um, much it. This was uh, I was nervous as as someone who's broken his neck in the past in wrestling. I was nervous for Paige Soraya Soraya. Um, but uh, this was awesome. I mean, for for her first match back in whatever it was, four years or five years, she said something like that. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. She, she was at the press conference too. I think it was five years. Um, it was cool. Uh, it, it it was the right person for her, you know, somebody with yeah. experience. That, right, that's that's the thing. Someone with a lot of experience that would take care of her. 
and it, it worked. And uh, hopefully we'll get a couple more matches once they get fluent with each other, you know? How long is uh how long has Britt Baker been wrestling now? I don't know. I, I remember that during the women's classic, she was like maybe a couple years in. Well, the, May Young, the May Young classic thing? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. was in that? Yeah, she, she, she was Britt in Baker, then? Was she known? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. She was Britt Baker. She wasn't doing DMD, I, but I'm pretty no. sure she's Britt Baker. I didn't even know that. I got to, uh, or I don't remember. I watched both of those. Yeah. Three, uh, whatever there was, three or four, I don't remember. But I watched those. I got I to gotta go back and check that out. She was in the classic. I think she eliminated first round or whatever. Okay. Uh, so yeah, but, but like I said, someone that's going to, going to take care of her and not do stupid shit where, oops, that's a little bit too big, not do stupid shit that might hurt her neck again. Uh, I thought this was awesome. Um, Soraya got the win in, I mean, I think everyone knew that her first match back, they're going to give her the win, even if it's over someone who's an established star like Britt Baker, not that Soraya is not, but at least in AEW I'm talking about. Um, but it was good, man. I, I thought this was fun. It was. It was. Fans were into it. You know, they both love Britt and Soraya, so it, it was a good match, yeah. especially especially for five years out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's another thing. It was real good for how long she had been out of the ring. Mm-hmm. All right, up next, three-way for the, uh, for the AEW TNT title, uh, which is sort of the same as the ROH television title, I would think. Uh, I mean, TNT is their TV network. I don't know. Yep, basically, that's how I uh, is is the television title. Yeah, basically. Uh, this is pretty good. Uh, three big dudes. Uh, Samoa Joe, um, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs. I think three of like almost, uh, not maybe not um, not fat, but like three of the biggest I think guys on the on the roster at least, right? Yeah, you know, Will Hobbs is huge. Yeah. Um, Warlow's huge, and Joe is just menacing. You know? <laughs> I like Powerhouse Hobbs. I, I haven't seen a lot of him before. Uh, before I've only seen him on AEW. I don't know if he did Independence before. I didn't see any of that stuff or whatever. But but uh, I like this dude. I like that he's just like a rough, tough, mean dude. Like, like he could be cool, like you know, he, in his interviews or whatever, he could be cool, or or if you piss him off, he's just gonna kill you. That's all. Yeah, like, I like that. Uh, um, I remember uh, last year, or so we was having a discussion about Hobbs and a uh, Cage, and how Cage couldn't find that niche, which he still couldn't, you know, and Hobbs, and I said Hobbs oozes charisma without trying you know yeah. he, he he smirks he his uh demeanor and that put him over you know if you stop trying to get over and find something that works for you you're gonna find your way over yeah plus you know cream rises to the top <laughs> Ooh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so so I like I like what they did with this too. The finish, uh, of the, course, you it saw was excellent. This guy win the uh, the TNT title, which so now he holds two television championships, and 
he didn't have to beat the champion to do it. He pinned Hobbs and uh, or not pin. Uh, wait, did he pin him or did he tap him out? He tapped him out, right? Uh, yeah, he tapped him out because uh, he hit the finish. Warlow hit the power bomb. Then he got a right shit can out the ring, and Joe came in and hit the uh, got him in the clutch, and ref stopped the match and gave the match to because he couldn't go. Uh, right. So I like the fact that Wardlow still, uh, still didn't, so he lost the title, but he didn't lose the match. So it doesn't make him look weak. Exactly. Yeah. And, like and, and it's a way to get the strap off him without, right. without really taking it. Uh, it yeah. Without any consequences. Yeah. And Joe being senior, right person for the job to yeah. take that off him. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, Joe probably called this match with just just based on experience. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, I was like, yes, that's one way to get the title from now. Whoever beats Orange Cassidy, which would probably be um, all legal, <laughs> that could that could happen too, you know. And then you can have Warlord challenge for the. All Atlantic Championship, just build him up since that's your homegrown yeah. big guy. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, that's because guess who's champion now? I don't know. His former employer. Oh, all right. I thought you meant. I thought you were talking about the TNT thing. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Uh, all, all right. right. So uh, yeah. So Samoa Joe taking both television titles, ROH and the WTNT title right there. Yeah. And then next up, uh, I don't think I saw any of this beyond the four fake stings in the ring, or uh, sorry, in the, on the ramp. And uh, st- the real sting was behind Jarrett. Jarrett turned around and realized it was really him. I don't, th- I don't remember anything after that. I remember something from this match. It was a trust fall from hell. <laughs> Darby was because uh, it was most of the match was in the melee, and Darby ascended the big ladder and jumped on the coffin drop. Oh, the, on uh, to Satnam Singh. Satin I'm Singh. like, okay. I said this dude did not move. <laughs> it, it, it was basically the biggest trust fall period. Yeah. <laughs> And then he just he just dropped and rolled out, like barely really sold it. Uh, who won this? I don't even remember. I I, I think it was Sting and uh, Darby. I have the thing right here. I should. Oh, didn't uh, yeah, didn't Darby get the pin? I think. I feel I I don't know why I don't remember any of this, but uh, I don't remember this. Because we was running around trying to do things during the match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't, and I, I wanted to see Jarrett, and I wanted to see Lethal because I've known Lethal for a while. I never met I, Sting or Darby Allen or Jeff Jarrett, but I've known Lethal for many years, so I always try to watch his stuff, and I feel bad because I didn't. But I don't remember this at all, other than uh, you know what I mentioned. Did they ever? Did they reveal who's Ravenite? Hey, ooh. did they reveal who the four? Stings were in the mask with their four indie guys or something. I don't. I don't remember yeah, that. They didn't show up. No, no, not to not my knowledge. I don't remember 
Because that would have been something that would have been from somewhere else. You know, we would have remembered that. Yeah. But I don't. I think there was just four people from the factory that were using. Yeah, maybe. All right. So yeah, so Darby Allen gets the pinfall victory over Lethal in this match, which uh, I don't remember. Now, uh, what I do like is they, they're using Jeff Jarrett's old song, which is... The TNA uh, song, right? Yeah. That's I, what I thought it was. I heard that, and I was like, wait a minute, did they buy this music or not? I don't know, but I, I love the song, so it, it, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I remember that. And also, uh, I mentioned this on Twitter the other day. They're calling him the last outlaw, so I'm guessing that WWE doesn't own that copyright anymore because WWE owns or owned the last outlaw, the phrase they were going to use it for the undertaker. And then they ended up using it like once. And that's about it. Oh, what's up, Scott Levy? Not that Scott Levy, but uh, a Scott Levy, not, not that Raven, not the real Raven one, but you know, <laughs> what's up, buddy. How are you, man? Thanks for hanging out. James. Uh, sorry. I saw you earlier. Uh, I was in the middle of a sentence and I forgot to get back to you. Um, yeah, so uh, so WWE owns or owned the last outlaw thing that they were going to use for Undertaker, and they ended up using it once or twice, and then that's it. But uh, I guess they don't own it anymore because if TNA, I mean if uh, TNA, <laughs> if AEW uses it for Jeff Jarrett, it must be good. Probably. All right. So next up, Tony Storm, Jamie Hader. So at the time of watching this, I thought this was match of the night, and I'm not a gigantic women's wrestling fan. Uh, I think there should be less of it just because it was such an attraction. Like in the older day, like in the olden days, you know, the, the golden days, the early eighties, whatever it mm-hmm. was like, you have like maybe one women's match on a show or one women's on every couple shows. And it was a big deal. It was, it was like having Andre the giant, like you didn't have Andre the giant on, on, you know, wrestling superstars every week because he was an attraction. It made, it was more important than the rest of the stuff because he almost never showed up. So that's what I, that's what I, how I used to watch women's wrestling. This I thought was match of the night. This is this was such a good match. Both of these two are, are awesome. Uh, Jamie Hader, um, I think I've only heard her talk at the press conference. I don't know if she, does she not do promos or did I just miss them? But I didn't realize that she's like Australian or something because uh, uh, she's basically the muscle for DMD. So she wasn't really given like mic time like that. Yeah, but uh, this was basically uh, all the guys' favorite match for a certain reason. But these women can go, and not only beautiful, they beat the shit out of each other. It's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the name Hater too. I like that it's spelled. Not, it's not hate. I guess it's spelled like it's a real name, like H A T E R. It's not spelled H A T E R. You know what I mean? Uh, I like. Yeah. That. No, like, like this was real good, man. I mean, this, like I said, this was real good. Surprisingly, to me, it was real good, and because uh, I haven't seen a lot of Jamie Hader in the ring, and uh, like I said, I haven't heard her talk until the press conference. But, but, uh, dude, this was great. <laughs> like I said, this was my, I think, my match of the night. I enjoyed it. It's one of my top three. Top three. I I, I enjoyed the main event just because of what it was. So that's my match of the night, but uh, hold on, wait, ca- carry this for a second. I got somebody at the door. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's about to go UPS style. If we don't see Joey Image after today, 
Something happened at the door. Well, I was I was standing on the, the sideline here just letting you and Joe do your thing, so he stepped away. So I figure I'll come in and uh, give you a little hand here. I uh, Apparently, I've been listening on and off, even though I said I didn't want to hear anything about it because I want to watch the replay. But I'm very uh, intrigued. I am enjoying uh, the feedback that you and Joe are giving for this uh, AWP review, even though it seems to be long as hell. I'm definitely still going to watch the replay eventually. I might fast forward through uh, some of the stuff that I might not like, but uh, it is what it is, though. So so for a quick second, while Joey's away and we're waiting for him to come back, maybe we'll just give uh, another shout-out for our buddy, Matt Turner, one more time uh, with the Stardom cast that you can check him out. Why we wait for Joseph return to his uh, broadcast seat? So uh, here's Matt again with the Stardom cast. Hello, everyone. This is Matt Turner. Join me and my co-host Rob Goodwin every Friday morning as we host the Stardom Cast. It's a podcast where we talk about everything about the fantastic professional wrestling world that is Stardom. Uh, we have news, notes, previews, and reviews again every Friday. The Stardom Cast. Check it out. Oh yes, oh, yeah, Joe. Right. I I seen you step away. I jumped in real quick. I gave our yeah, buddy no, I, Matt a quick plug. Yeah, my father-in-law just came to the door. He's doing okay. some work in our kitchen. All right, I'm gonna so jump back out of here. Probably. I'm gonna jump back out of here. Leave these two back to your shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, sorry about that, dude. I just uh, I didn't I didn't expect anyone to be coming over here today. I, I was wondering if you gonna get kidnapped. I don't know. Well, who kidnapped Samoa Joe? What? <laughs> we kidnapped wow. Samoa Joe on TNA like ten years ago. We never got. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, I was saying uh, I thought this was like my match of the night. Jamie Hader won the interim title, which I still think is like you're either champion or you're not. Like, just come on. I, there's so much interim, interim, interim crap. I'm not a big fan. Hey, you all right, buddy? Uh, I'm not a big fan of the word. But I don't to know. Me, to me, said he's given uh, he's given Thunder Rosa some more time to recover from whatever she injured. I think it was her leg or knee or something. And uh, he said he should know more uh, in a few months or something. He mentioned it at the press conference. Somebody asked him like, "What's going on?" And he was like, "Well, blah blah blah." Well, to me, Jamie Hader is champion. I don't care about the interim title. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I, I just have a title. Because she's she she's the one on TV. Yeah. She's the one getting work every week. Yep. You know, in the WWE, you get injured. That's it. Unless it's like one in one month things that you could come back and you know keep the title on you. Yeah. You're forced to drop that like a bad habit. All right, so. so what do we got coming up next? Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm not really a. I'm not a big fan of either one of these teams. So, I like Billy Gunn. What? But uh, you, this was fun. It was okay. I, love- I mean, I, I wasn't that into the finish like we talked about earlier with the uh, use this weapon. No, I don't want to. We just did that a couple matches ago. 
Why do we have to do yeah. it again? It, 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 I don't know. He, they were trying to separate them, and for the longest, try to build tension between Lee and Swerve. I guess that that was the boiling point, cutting somebody's finger. Yeah. But uh, I I, I love the acclaim. The acclaim is awesome. Swerve and Glory is awesome. I I really dug Keith Lee's tights. I don't know. They were they were dope to me. They had limitless on the side, everything compared to the little shorts he was wearing. Yeah. I think the, the tights were dope. <clears throat> I enjoyed the match. It, it was easy. It was fun. You know, you're not gonna get a catch as catch can style here. <laughs> but uh, the crowd was into it because everybody loves the acclaim. Everybody. Everybody, except I you. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't care. Like I'm not a big fan of rap. So like, as soon as the guy comes out rapping in the microphone, I turn it off. I don't care. Doesn't doesn't do nothing for me. Um, I liked them at the press conference. I like Anthony Bowens. Uh, I feel like him and I have met somewhere along the line a while ago. I don't remember where, but I know he's from here. I mean, he's from Nutley, ten minutes from here. But um, I'm just I don't know. I just I don't care about a guy rapping. I didn't give a shit about John Cena when he was doing the rap thing either. I just it doesn't do nothing for me. I don't care. Um, but this was the same sort of uh scenario at the finish where where we that they did in the other match. With uh, with the Death Triangle, which by the way, they need to start living up to their name. They haven't even killed three people yet. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have death in your name, you gotta kill somebody. Come on, just let's go. Yeah, out here just trying to sacrifice people. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, God, this little hook on my beard is driving me insane. I wish it would grow in the other direction, or just grow straight. Nothing gets rapid; it gets kind of horny. It, it is. It gets kind of horny. I just said. It gets kind of corny and hacky, and uh, and he's right. Um, I don't know. I just, I, it's just not for me. I just what? Why is it still there? Um, yeah. So I liked them at the press conference. Um, Max Caster kind of trash talking the, the media. Uh, he said something about he doesn't like the media, and uh, somebody asked him a question, and he said, "Well, you're part of the American media." So I'm not going to put you over or something like that. Or I, I don't trust you or whatever. Or something like that. Um, I'd like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So uh, so at the end, uh, was it a claim that kept the belts? And yep. they, um, the, the thing was that Swerve wanted Keith Lee to use the pliers and break his finger or break his hand or cut his little finger off or, I don't know, cut his leg off or something. Something that had to do with glue. I mean, um what do you call it? The the not not gluing, not sticking, removing his finger. And he was like, No, no, no I don't want to win like that. And then Swerve came back in with the thing and tried to do it again. And Keith Lee grabbed it and threw it aside. And then that started the uh Swerve slapped him. That started the uh the tension or the, the not started it because it's been going on for months. But that yep. started the split, I think, and then Keith Lee just walked out. Indeed. He he picked up Mac Max Caster. Oh, and tapped him on, on the shoulder, said, do what you got to do, and left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I, I, I didn't – I liked the fin- I liked the scenario as a, a, a single thing. I didn't like the fact that they literally did the same thing with use this weapon. No, I don't want to a few matches earlier. Uh, so I'm not really into that part, but 
buddy. But, um, you know, I don't know. From there, we went to our uh, main event world title match, Moxley and MJF. He is a... MJF, uh, was it, was it MJF? No, maybe not. Who was it that came out in like, somebody came out like in like a robe with like giant shoulders. Was it Jared? I don't know. Somebody came out with like no. a robe. Or who was it? Was it Omega? I don't remember. Robe. I know MJF had his robe, his normal robe. Somebody came and out then... in this huge robe. That that was like super uh, had like super tall shoulders on it. Let me look it up because I I actually tweeted about it, and I forget who it was, but I was like, holy crap, that thing is amazing. Not sure. I, I know he came up in in his normal robe and to a huge pop in New Jersey. I don't know. I just wrote. That ridiculous, horrible cape is heat. And it was. But I, I don't remember who it was. I didn't put the person's name. I was thinking for a second it was MJF, but it wasn't. Anyway, MJF Moxley, world title. Um, I think, uh, I don't think this was the, the, the I think it was too soon. They, they, they put the belt on MJF, essentially. That's where I'm going. Um, I think it was too soon. I mean, it was, is this, uh, Where's the dog? Is this the is this MJF's first title shot or first title shot at Moxley? Or no? Uh no. Um, he he might have faced him before on his initial run. No, 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 he he did. He, he they mentioned it on commentary, but I mean was this his first uh Moxley match for a title? For for the title, I mean? I can't remember. I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to say yes and be wrong. Yeah, no, but, I don't remember either. I just think I, it, it was too soon. Just like, like so. It, so, in my head, going into this, thinking this is his first title shot, he gets the belt right away. I think it's too soon. He should have been chasing. The money's in the chase, man. He should have at least had one more. I, I, I think he should have had this match where he didn't get it, and then he comes back. Like you know, now I'm even hungrier. Now I'm even. I'm gonna be more vicious next time, and then he gets it. But. I don't know. I think he deserved it. The boy well, been putting he been putting in work for three years. Some of the best segments, best promos was this guy. Oh, he deserves them. I'm not saying he don't deserve it. I'm just saying I think it was a little bit too soon. Like he could have like I said, he could have he could have lost this match, even if it was by a, by a fluke or something. And then come back next time, meaner, stronger, you know, more vicious, and then kill Moxley and, and win it. Then I think it would have been a bigger impact, especially if they did it in like Arthur Ashe, where where he's from, New York, something like that. But I guess New Jersey is close enough for now. What you move call it? What 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 was interesting about this was the finish. The finish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot about the turn was like out of left field. You're like, oh we going here now. Um so what's gonna happen with the BCC? Lord knows. Are they gonna just turn into the club? <laughs> so so basically what what happened was uh 
Mox, uh, Moxley. MJF went out to get that diamond ring he's got. He, he always clocks guys in the head and knocks them out, whatever. He went out to get that, and then uh, uh, Rico came out and told him, no, 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 no. And he threw the he threw the he ring threw, down. The diamond right diamond ring. Yeah, he threw it down. Gave Which, him the middle finger, middle finger, and then Mox hit him with a uh, his finish. But he kicked out. Something was happening, and then Regal slid his nuts to uh, to MJF. Yeah, to MJF, and MJF. Hit him with the nuts. Then I believe the heat seeker or not. I'm not sure if he hit him with the finish or just went for the pin. I can't remember. It was late. But uh, your winner and new champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. The only thing weird about that finish was not the finish, but the angle was like. If MJF and Regal knew that they were going to be together, Regal was going to screw Moxley uh, out of the title and side with MJF. How would they have known that there would be a time where Moxley would be down and and the referee would, would at least be distracted where Regal would have a chance to throw him the brass knucks? How do they know that would happen? Or do you just bring the brass knucks down there and say, well, if I get a chance, I'll do it. Otherwise, if I don't get a chance to hand it to him, I guess we just don't do the angle. <laughs> you know what I mean? They would have mm-hmm. to have known something beforehand. I mean, this stuff is supposed to look legitimate, right? I mean, that's the only thing that I that I thought of. The first thing I thought of, and I was like, I don't understand. Like, how did they know? But I don't know. It, I just I want it to all look believable. It's pro wrestling. I know. I know, <laughs> but it's so hard to just forget about crap and just like I don't know but uh that's just the way I was trained you know Vince McMahon blew up in a limo in Wilkesbury not far from here (laughs) (laughs) I like that I like that response (laughs) I like that response how did they do this Vince McMahon blew up in a limo (laughs) I like that So there you have it, your new AEW World Champion, not John Moxley, but Mr. Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Oh, Feinstein. Ralph Feinstein. He was Feinstein when he started, yeah, and then that stuff happened, and he changed his name. Or or Pete Lightning, as I first met him two hundred years ago. Pete Lightning. Yes, wow. it's MJF's uh, MJF's indie name. For a, for a long time, he was Pete Lightning, and then I didn't realize the first time I saw him on AEW and he came out because I I had only seen him a couple times before that. Um, I had only seen him a couple times before that, and uh, I saw him once in person, and I was looking at him like that guy looks so familiar, but I can't think of who he is. Like we were, we shared a locker room in 2017 at the uh, what's it called? What was the um, Breaking the Barrier show in uh, in Wilkesburg, Pennsylvania, and uh, I was like, that guy looks so familiar. I can't picture who he. I can't think of who he is. And then I saw him on TV, and I'm like, that's freaking Pete Lightning. And then it was MJF, and I'm like, holy crap! I I met that dude a bunch of times, and it's been a long time since I've seen him. Days back. 
But anyway, what happened to my picture here? We're still talking about MJF. So, there you have it. I'm pointing to my other monitor, but you can't see me pointing to the other monitor, but it's it's this guy. It's this uh, this picture that you see here, MJF. Brand new. Oh, and let me bring up one other thing. Speaking of MJF as the, uh, the new champion, after the, I know all the AEW fans and diehards or whatever hate Jim Cornette. I said the, the evil name. I said the name Jim Cornette on the air. They all hate Jim Cornette. They all talk, that guy's an old fossil. Fuck him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a nobody. He's irrelevant. He's irrelevant, but they always still keep talking about him. I don't get that part. But, so they all hate him so much, but they, um, they, uh, what do you call it? They praise MJF when he quoted Jim Cornette last night. I don't understand that. How can you hate the guy but love his words? Uh, it's confusing. Confusing. I guess it's just how it's delivered and who no. it's delivered by. There's, it's not how it's delivered. There's only one way to deliver thank you, fuck you, bye. There's only one way to deliver that. That's a Jim Cornette line. And that's what MJF said last night. And everyone's like, oh, it was great. He told him to fuck off and then left. It's because... It's because Jim Cornette puts over MJF two or three times a week. Probably a lot of these fans the don't even listen to uh, uh, Cornette, knowing them. They don't listen to him, yet they still trash talk him and say how much his show sucks. But how do you know? You never even heard it. But anyway, my point is they hate the man so much that uh, MJF uses his very exact quote, and they love it. So make up your minds more. Yeah, I think I think it's funny right now what you uh, mentioned a little bit ago about uh, MJF's uh, indie name Pete Lightning. What if some people it just starts trickling around where because of you today, Joey, that uh, it just starts going from here to there and everyone starts having signs in the crowd. Pete Lightning, uh, Pete Lightning. No that would way. be funny as shit. Thanks to Joey Image. It'll say thank you, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pete Lightning, I think is when I when I met him, he was that and I didn't. I haven't met him. I've only seen him in person, I think, once or twice uh, after that. As far as, like, in a locker room. I mean, like, I've seen him. I mean, I've been to a, a live AEW show once. And I, I saw him there, but. I met him one time ever, and it was um, at Boardwalk Beatdown in uh, New Jersey a couple years ago where all the uh, – promotions and stuff were coming there and they had all the wrestlers coming in doing the meet and greets and stuff it was a big event i was surprised how many people showed up and now all the stars that were there they had the this is before like AEW blew up they had the bucks there kenny omega sting was there goldberg was there i'm like you name it a lot of these like even the legends and stuff um and uh and mjf he just happened to be walking by our table we had I honestly, I didn't know who the fuck he was. I did not yeah. know who he was. Uh, it looked like it almost looked like he had his resumes in his hand Probably. To, to give out to companies, yeah, and stuff like that. I'm like, like, like I said, I really didn't know who, who the hell he was, and now I kind of regret not saying, Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Talk, talking because there were so many people there. I was talking to everybody. Well, what, what the hell was going on, you know, with everyone. And stuff, but uh, yeah, that when I met that. him. Uh, what, so the only time I mean, I met him a long time ago, or shortly after he got started. He's <laughs> like I said, he's beating lightning. But the, the next time I saw him, only the only the only other 
time I've ever been in person with him in, in a locker room was at the Breaking the Barrier event in 2017 at the GSW Arena in Old Forge, PA. That's where it was, not not Wilkes Bar. And um, you know, I don't want to blow up his spot, as the kids say, but he was a good dude. Hey, how you doing, MJF? I think it was cool to me. I don't know, but um, but yeah, it just clicked after I had seen him once once after that, and I'm like, wait a minute, that looks like. Like, that's Pete Lightning, and then he came out, and it was him. And I'm like, holy shit! Well, well, who knows now? Now maybe they might uh, change that cover and put him on the front of uh, Fight Forever now. <clears throat> that would be a good idea. And the only thing, the only bad thing, I want to say congrats to him for winning the AEW title. The only bad thing about his win is that it was in Newark. Newark is just the, the shits. <laughs> there's some really good venues there and the, the Prudential Center, the Newark PAC I mean, but like the, it, which is a performing arts center, by the way but it's just like, it's Newark man, people don't go there on purpose they go there to pick up somebody from the airport which, by the Joey. way, New, Newark Airport is the Newark of airports alright, I'm stealing that line from okay. I forget who said it first, but you, uh, you hear that Newark, uh, New Jersey Joey has heat with your city Look at this kid up here. Look at this kid up here on my lap. What are you doing over here, bud? There you go, Joe. We camera? got uh, you hey. got a new you got a new t-shirt. Joey versus Newark. <laughs> Come here. Come here. And uh, on, since on we screen. were mentioning about the whole Fight Forever game, uh, I don't know if people realize it. Some, here we go. Here some we does go. and some doesn't. We're actually uh, nope. AEW has decided to put Buddy on the cover of Fight Forever <laughs> because since they just removed look this way. Look uh, the CM look. Punk. Look, look Hi, at the camera. buddy. But he's a, he's awesome. Oh, he's he's got. There we go. He, he, look at the camera. Look at the camera. Hey, he's like right, hell no, I'm, I'm camera sure. I don't know if that works. I can't see. And no, he he's still turning he's his head away. the other way. <laughs> you don't want to look at the camera. You don't have to be shy, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's shy. I guess I don't know. He's a good kid though. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of uh, you know. I'm not gonna say weird, but it was kind of like you can almost seen it coming that uh, they they took him off the cover, and apparently uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I guess they took him off the uh, vignette of the game to advertise it and stuff like that. Uh, I I know recently uh, Punk uh, he'd made an appearance for uh, I guess the one MMA company was it yeah, called the one he does commentary for fury or yeah. whatever and stuff. Yeah. Cage fury cage fighting or something. Like yeah. That. They, and they, and they, uh, they, they were joking that. around about him, you know, coming back to work with them behind the scenes. He's like, Oh man, my hand hurts. And you know, you don't want me on comments or whatever. Um, you don't want me in the locker room and this and yeah. that. <laughs> and the other guy was like, don't allow him at any press conferences. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Out of that whole press conference last night, they only mentioned CM Puck once. Oh shit! Bro. And Tony Khan responded to it, so it wasn't like the Ariel Helwani interview where everything. So I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. You know what? Then don't, then don't, then don't grant an interview with someone if you don't want to talk about it. But someone said last night, I think it was Nick Hausman, wrestling Inc. guy that I know. He used to be the producer of uh, Xbox podcast. Um, he said, "Can you just tell us straight up, once and for all, did or did not CM Punk ask?" to have Colt Cabana not put on TV or have him move to the ROH roster, not the AW. And Tony said, he never asked me that. I don't know how that rumor got started, but that's not what happened. He never asked me that. He's like, I'm telling you flat out. That's not what happened. And like, you believe it. I'm like, finally, well, we have to believe it. I mean, he's, 
telling it to the press. Well, I guess we don't have to believe it. It's wrestling. He's Tony but, uh, Khan with breaking news. But I don't think Tony Khan knows that everything's a work yet. He doesn't have enough experience. This now, is really look at this. This is driving me nuts. Nowadays, anything's a work. Look at Twitter. I think Twitter might be a work now with uh, Musk. And, <laughs> with uh, Donald Musk Trump being is back on Twitter oh, now. God. Don't don't get me started there. It's like, uh, I don't care about politics, but I think it's funny. You know what's you know what's really funny about that is like people people think that because if your account is suspended, that there's no history behind it. But like, yeah, when your account when your account comes back, you still have followers and you're still you know you're the, yeah they save that stuff history right. So when he came back, people were like, "Wow, he got 83 million followers overnight." <laughs> no, he didn't. I mean, he started with fifth with whatever it was. <laughs> you tell him, buddy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if my father-in-law he, just left. He wants out. Here. I can't let him out until my father-in-law's gone, because otherwise he'll run down the stairs and take us <laughs> his house. All right, folks. So. If you enjoyed uh, AEW <laughs> Full Gear, which, like I said, I'm going to watch the replay. Uh, this coming up and we this upcoming week uh, is uh, WWE Survivor Series with uh, the War Game style. Uh, and uh, that's, uh, was it Saturday or Sunday? Is it Saturday? Sunday, Saturday. 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 What is with, are they not doing Sunday pay-per-views anymore at both I, companies? I, I guess maybe they're something? trying to compete with football. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe, or maybe or they're, they're competing with each other with people, the Saturdays. Maybe they're trying to let people uh, enjoy sleep. their Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, I mean. Like, I like, I mean, if, if this, if today was a regular work day, I would not be, uh, I would not be up until one thirty watching that press conference. I would have waited till later and watched the replay on YouTube. I hope WWE don't start doing press conferences uh, next. But, uh, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to the war game. They actually have two war games. They got the, the women's and the men's. Uh, I'm, I'm not really big on the women's. I don't mind it, but I don't feel like there's a big enough story behind it for it being a war games match, though. It, it, there was To me, it wasn't much of a buildup as much as the men's is in, in the men's division. Because now uh, the brawling brutes with uh, Sheamus and and Ridge Holland and and uh, Butch, your guy Butch, uh, now teaming up with uh, Drew McIntyre. Well, that's obvious. And uh, and then uh, the Canadian guy, you know, Owens, <laughs> uh, going up against uh, the Bloodline and the honorary use. So I like the graphic that. Uh, you posted the other day, T. You sent us in the uh, with the whole them facing off face to face, and everyone on the on the bloodline had the tribal stuff on their face. That was a who, whoever came up with that graphic. It, it was awesome. I liked it a lot. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a uh, uh, that, and I'll be I'm right hoping. Back. Okay, and I, I'm hoping they go back to that whole uh, traditional style of. Uh, pay-per-view uh where where like remember when they had like the just the uh teams of uh the the the, the multiple teams they had yeah they'll have that they always put in a, a woman's tra traditional survivor series and a men's traditional survivor series it'll probably be like a bunch of the make carters yeah you know? yeah but I, I, I love the classic ones when they were first doing it. And and especially when they were doing it during around on Thanksgiving. You have Thanksgiving, you could sit down, enjoy the Survivor series, 
Joe, you jumped in at the right conversation of somebody of my age who can probably relate to it. Survivor uh, Series, back to classic. The first couple of years when, when, when it started, how, how you would watch it on Thanksgiving night. I loved it, man. I would have dinner with my family and then watch wrestling. I wish it was still like that, but you can't do that because the you know the the fans complain. Oh my god, they, how can you? They do a can, show? they can. I know the the fans complain about how can you do a show on a holiday? I can't. Okay, there even were, if they, there even were if they so don't these shows back in the day that were on Christmas Day that were the biggest sold shows of the year. And people complained when WWE did a Christmas show like three or four years ago, whatever it was. How can you do a show on Christmas? Let it be with their families. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever never watched wrestling before? Like, fucking shut up. Some people some people just don't give a damn about their families. They'd rather see a wrestling show. They don't realize that. Some people... Right. What about all the Jewish people that don't celebrate Christmas? Or <laughs> anybody that doesn't celebrate Christmas? Okay. I'm not even making a joke. I'm saying anyone doesn't celebrate Christmas? They have to suffer and just sit home and do nothing. You don't want other people to wrestle. Come on. Even, even if it's not on the holiday, at least bring back the whole tradition where it was all these teams. Yeah. Like throughout the night. Teams of five. Yeah. Teams of five. five exactly. And then the remaining either babyface or heel, the survivors go to the main event and compete in that final survivor match. Yeah. What was and it like? I, Hogan Warrior and Tito Santana. Or yes, something, right? on the first one. Yeah, I believe it was against. Uh, uh, I don't remember any. The one, the the the, the, the ones I like is when they had the multiple tag teams together. Yeah, you know, like the Killer Bees and on one side teaming with the yeah. When you got, it's too many guys out there. I understand yeah. that. Well, that's why the rule is if you're if you're if you lose, your partner's gone too because there's so many it, guys out there. Exactly. I yeah, I, I love that and the whole. And 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 the women's ones were great too. Then, uh, when they had like nice te- see, and 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 that's the thing. What I wish wrestling would get back to is having regular, uh, custom tag teams. Yeah, same gear, look alike, this that whatever. And that's what I need. And I like what they're doing with the uh, with the uh, with the Viking Raiders, which they were a tag team co- coming into the business. Yeah. Um. Uh, New Day, okay, they built themselves into that over the years. Uh, like the Brawling Brutes now, there's they're thrown together, but it's coming together of them as yeah. a tag team, though. So, I, I, I really, I really, really like that a lot. And, uh, speaking of Viking Raiders, they made their return two weeks ago, which was very, very impressive. Uh, and they had uh, Sarah uh, Logan with them, which uh, I was kind of like when I seen her look. I understand it's the Viking look, whatever they're going, but with the black makeup and the way her hair is and stuff like that, it was remind me of of uh Maxa and Pillar on yeah. the Indies. And that's the, I, that's the big rumor now that she saw that somewhere in a picture or something like that and ripped it off. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, we didn't get to see him last week. Uh, well, this weekend, whatever. Uh, fr- Friday night or Monday, whichever one they're on. But uh, but yeah, it, it was a nice uh, return. Uh, another thing going on in, in WWE is also the thing with Bray Wyatt and LA Knight. Like, uh, like you kind of like because we haven't seen Bray wrestle yet. It was all just promos, 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 promos. Now I think the story is starting to grow a little more, starting to take shape now with LA Knight. I just hope they don't go the route 
of trying to convert L.A. Knight into the Wyatt family because that would be just uh, most upright stupid because they just switched him over from Max from uh, what the uh, the male model thing back to L.A. Knight. And it would be just as it would be stupid to switch him from L.A. Knight now to be part of the Wyatt's. No, uh, if, if uh, they stay on the path that they're on now with Knight doing his thing and Bray doing his thing separately, I think we can get a decent uh, a feud go- going on. Maybe a short-term one, a nice short-term one, but I think it would be very entertaining. Uh, Knight has Mike skills to go head-to-head with, with, uh, uh, with Bray, and I think we can get a lot of great promos between the two of them back and forth, hands down. I haven't seen any of this Bray Wyatt stuff with L.A. Knight, but I wish they would just let him be Eli Drake again. <laughs> I mean, he's still he's basically doing the same Eli Drake thing as, just under a different name. As long as he's not doing that maximum mill m- model thing, yeah. no, no, hell no. And I'm sure I'm sure T loves the the, the models. <clears throat> so no, no. I think T <laughs> yeah. just looked at the clock and said, "Holy crap, it's 11:30." I'm Dude, tired. I can go back to sleep. All right, and on one final note before we sign off here today, uh, it's been rumored about Stone Cold Steve Austin returning to the ring because of uh, people have been seeing him, you know, uh, videos and pictures and stuff of him hitting the gym hard, training and and stuff, uh, and 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 they're like, is he coming back for one more match oh, wow. or whatever? Apparently, uh. Steve made a video. He uh he posted it, uh, addressing these rumors of him training for his uh return to the ring, and it is false. It is false. He's only working out uh recently, uh hard only because uh you know he got tired. He he tired of seeing himself in the mirror looking like shit. He said, uh you know he'd been to the doctors. You know. He's very concerned, you know, about, and I'm like, I'm like, he's still healthy, but, uh, it could be better like what it used to be, you know, when he worked out all the time, he just pretty much a lot of us, you know, the order we get, we let ourselves go and stuff. And that's how Steve is right now. He just like, you know, he's, he, 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 he just don't like seeing what he sees now. And he wants to get back to what he used to look like, you know, uh, and feel physically wise and, stuff like that so no people the rumors are false he's not making a return to the ring he's just trying to get healthy so uh he can uh give us some more uh uh ipas and and uh some more uh podcast shows that he does uh and uh and some more special appearances where he can stun people one time and call it a day and that's it i didn't Uh, see that i didn't hear about or see that video but uh but oh, it's out. Thing, I, I saw when it those today. rumors came out. The first thing I heard of, I, the first thing I saw on Twitter was, "Oh my God, WrestleMania is going to be CM Punk and Steve Austin." Yeah, no, no, no. He actually, he actually. I seen the video today. He, uh, he, he did uh, address the, and it's no, he's not returned to the ring. It's just for his health. That's it. So yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, me too. I mean, I'm I'm down 28 pounds and. Uh, it's not for a return to the ring. It's just for my health. And and, and we're proudy. Everyone out there's proudy, Joe. I wish Joe. it was a return to the ring. I, I know, dude, I I've been that. stuck at I've been stuck at two hundred twenty-seven pounds for like a week and a half. I I don't I don't I can't get past that. Maybe it's time to switch up what you're doing. Uh, you know, 
a uh, little extra, like different, maybe because sometimes when you do workouts and you're eating the hamster or whatever, sometimes you plateau out. Like, okay, yeah. you can tell it and you plateau. Did. Now you gotta uh, try to retune it again. Won't yeah, you know, and just uh, and see how that I like. And I'm at that point where uh, I'm kind of like eh right now, and I need to retune my body, get a a, a nice uh, 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 upgrade or. Uh, whatever <laughs> but uh would that be uh i'm trying to get the uh the dog to come back on to say goodbye to everybody but he apparently doesn't want to doesn't want to come up here anymore ah buddy how could you all right folks thank you for tuning in thank you for sitting by and listen uh uh t and joe get that full review of uh of uh oh, oh okay and this is coming up too as well two Go weeks ahead, joe two weeks Tom's River, New Jersey. I've been talking to Cody, the promoter of NFW, all week, and his partner Russ, and uh, Nick Napoleon, my fellow staffer at NFW. We've been our, our plans are set. We will, they will be there December second, Friday, but uh, I'll be there uh, December third, Saturday, early in the morning to a long day, wait, wait, very long day, till uh, late at night. I actually may not be on this show Friday. Uh, sorry. Uh, Sunday the 4th, uh, I don't know, it depends. I may have to do it from my car while I'm driving home because uh, I'll be uh, staying in the area. So, uh, Contest of Champions, there's three events going on, two of them open to the public. There will be a film convention, I believe it's 4 p.m., and the actual wrestling show is at 8 p.m. The other event, which is not open to the public, is a training seminar, which is I think 1 p.m. something like that. Um, but yeah, that's not that's not open to the public. That's you got to register and sign up for, pay for that. So far, there's about 95 or 100 uh, people that are registered that will be there. Wrestling talents, independent wrestling talents from all over the country that are coming to do this, and uh, we're gonna have a blast. So come check it out. You can uh, you can actually see. The website right here for tickets, foundationofwrestling.eventbrite.com. Phone number's right there if you want to call about tickets. But check it out. Give you the whole rundown and uh, come down and have a day, man. We're gonna have a great. We're gonna have a great time. There's gonna be some guys uh, I know. Per, uh, there's gonna be some guys that I know are gonna be there that uh, fans are gonna be real excited to meet that are not on this poster and have not yet been announced. So I'm not saying nothing, but. There's going to be some real cool dudes there. Yeah, I uh, personally can't be there because I will be at another location in South Jersey that same day with a 6 p.m. Uh, bell time. So, yeah. Uh, ho hope you have fun there. Uh, Wait, as far you, as where are you going to be? I know you said you couldn't be at this, but you're, I didn't mm -hmm. realize you were going to be in South Jersey. Yeah, I'm going to be at the, at the um, Super Crazy Arena. Oh, how far is that in, from this? In, this is South in, Jersey. It's uh, Westville over uh, by Deptford. Oh, okay. Yeah, Deptford is a little bit further. But Tom's River is South Jersey. So I was yeah. wondering how far away you're going to be. Maybe yeah, I, it's, it's it's five minutes over to Walt Whitman Bridge from South Philly. Yeah, so are you so. going right home after that or are you staying in the area somewhere? Uh, As far as I know, I'm going home because the show starts at 6. Oh, man, you should, uh, should yeah. stay. You should come out to Tom's River and stay with us. We got a hotel room and everything. We'll see. We'll see afterwards. How depends on how fast I can get up out of there. But uh, this yeah. weekend, uh, this weekend, uh, man, that's right. The pay per view. Damn, I am not gonna. 
I don't think I'm going to be able to watch the pay-per-view this week, too, either, unless I uh, stream it on my tablet while I'm at the show. Uh, Pro Wrestling Magic is this weekend in Ridgefield Park on Saturday, so I'll be back there behind the curtain. So I might have to have my tablet open while I'm watching, while I'm uh, working that show as well. And oh, then, uh, I didn't know it was the same day. Yeah, uh, right. and then uh, and then the very next day I have uh, we are one. Uh, yeah, it's a, a Sunday morning. Well, what time is this Sunday? Yeah, it's a two p.m. show. I gotta be there by twelve noon. So. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I was thinking about staying in a hotel this weekend, obviously, uh, and just do the show off my laptop. So I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll figure out this uh this Yo, Sunday. I'll, I'll talk to you during the week. Maybe you could just crash here because, like you know, Richfield Park's ten minutes away. Even if I mean, yeah. I'm I'm probably going to Magic. I don't know. If, I didn't know it was the same day as Survivor Series because. There's a, there's a Survivor Series pay per view party thing going on at my friend's house that we go every yeah, time. Go go do so that whatever. I might go there or I might go to Magic. I don't know, but either way, I mean, maybe you can crash here. Oh, uh, get, crash your buddy. Yay. Even if I don't go to uh, even if I don't go to Magic, he's right there. He's looking out the window right now, watching people walk by. Hey, he <laughs> must he must have heard you say his name because he turned around right away, <laughs> buddy. There he goes. All right, people. Uh, thanks for tuning in to us three stooges and our shenanigans here on the show. Uh, if you'd like to get anything like the Bicelines Podcast T-shirt, we got mugs, uh, I believe hoodies, probably. Uh, I think we got hats on there too. We we got a variety of different things there. Jump on the BicelinesPodcast.com. Uh, check out our pod shop for our merchandise. Anything uh, that used people buy out there, we get a small percentage that goes into a little bank. Uh, which will help uh, keep us uh, uh, on air here to all the platforms at the same time. Uh, our man Joey has a uh, You can go jump over there. Uh, Joey image. Uh, look him up. He has a whole bunch of variety yeah, there's a sale of- going on right now. So check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, don't hesitate. Uh, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscri- and subscribe to all our social medias at the bottom. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter and Instagram. We're not sure how long Twitter's gonna last right now with the new ownership. So till then, just add us anyway. But uh thanks for tuning in, folks. We really appreciate uh people who do chime in and uh uh chat with us or leave comments, questions, and you know, the chat room's always open for everybody. Uh for Joe T, I'm Chio. You're watching uh Bicelands Podcast here. Every Sunday at 10 a.m. Unless we reschedule it. And Buddy and, uh, says goodbye, too. And Buddy and Andre the Guinea's around. And uh, Thor's over there somewhere with T. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Joe's show in an empty hallway. <laughs> I, was, I just called the dog, and he's just standing there looking. He didn't actually come. Come here, bud. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh, th- thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, folks. <laughs>